Well, I wanna welcome you once again to Life Changers and we're gonna experience the glory of God. We're gonna experience the revival of God. We're gonna experience the power and the presence of God. I wanna to talk to you about his glory for a moment because so often the glory of God is misunderstood. The glory of God is thought of as some mystery out there. But I wanna read this scripture to you because we were made for his glory and we were made to experience his glory and we we're made to give him glory. So what does this mean? This word glory comes from a word which means the, the, way, the way weighed down with goods, to be weighed down with fullness. It's, a, it's, it's not just a spiritual world, word, it's a physical world. The glory of God is the, is the manifestation of his goodness. And we'll get to that in a moment. But I'm really believing for a revival that your family will come to Jesus you will be revived from a state of being discouraged into encouragement, from a state of depression into joy, from a state of despair into a state of peace and a, a state of uncertainty to a place of faith, a place instead of a state of confusion, a place of clarity and the wisdom of God. This is God's glory. God's glory is gonna fill your life. Habakkuk chapter two, verse 14 says, for the earth will be filled with the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. What God is doing right now is he is filling this earth with his glory person by person. He wants his glory filling you. He wants his glory filling your family members. He wants his glory. What is his glory? We're gonna break this down with more clarity because I really wanna drill down on the glory of God. Because the Bible says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So let me give you the definitions of this word glory so that we understand what God is really like and we understand what this glory is. Because remember when Moses prayed and he cried out to God, and he said, show me your glory. Show me your glory. He's like, I don't want to move from this place until you show me your glory. What is it for God to show us his glory? Well, number one, the glory of God, it is the goodness of God. The glory of God is the goodness of God. Now, if the whole earth is going to be filled with the glory of God, that means you're going to be filled with the glory of God. You're gonna, if the whole earth, you're in the earth, you're on this earth, I'm on this earth, if the whole earth is gonna be filled with the glory of God, we, you, are gonna be filled with the glory of God. And what is the glory of God? Number one, it is the goodness of God. In Exodus chapter 33, verse 18, then Moses said to God, show me your glory. He said, show me your glory. You know, he kind of wrestled with God, not like Jacob, but he, he kind of like, God, if you're really, you're really taking us there, if you really want me to go, show me your glory. If you really want me to obey you, show me your glory. And the Lord replied, I will show you, I will cause my goodness to pass before you. In other words, God is saying his glory is his goodness. His goodness is his glory. The Bible says the goodness and mercy of God will follow you all the days of your life. Now we should expect if God showed Moses his glory, how much more will he show you and me his glory? And what is his glory? It starts with his goodness. It is his goodness. 
The Bible says in Psalm 27, David said, I would have despaired unless I believed I would see the goodness of God in the land of the living. I want you to expect his glory by expecting his goodness. Goodness and mercy are gonna follow you all the days of your life. Today is one of those days, right? Tomorrow's one of those days too. I want you to wake up every day expecting the glory of God, expecting the glory of God, expecting the glory of God. What is the glory of God? Number one is the goodness of God. Number two, the glory of God is the presence of God. Wow, the presence of God. The Bible says times of refreshing come from the presence of God. In 2 Chronicles chapter 5, I want to share this with you again, this verse. It says, in unison with the trumpeters and the singers there to make themselves heard with one voice to praise and to glorify the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice, accompanied by trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music, and when they praised the Lord and when they said, he indeed is good for his loving kindness is everlasting. The Bible says, then the house, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud. Imagine your room where you are right now, your family room, wherever you're watching this. Imagine the room being filled with a cloud. It says it was so filled with the cloud of God's glory that the priests could not stand to minister because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. The glory of the Lord filled the house of God. God's glory is his presence. And you know what? His presence is among us right now. His presence, he lives in you. His presence, he lives in me. And the Bible says, when two of us are gathered, there he is in the midst of them. You know, God's presence is in our midst right now. We don't have to feel it all the time, but his presence is with us. We might not think he is all the time, but he'll never leave us or forsake us. And his presence is so real. I pray that his presence would heal your body today. I pray that his presence will deliver your mind today. I pray that his presence will deliver you from anxiety today. Right now, the presence of God is healing your family. The presence of God is healing your body. The presence of God is giving you peace. The presence of God is bringing you joy. The presence of God is bringing you an inner satisfaction that nothing from this world can possibly give you. That's the presence of God. That's the glory of God. So the presence of the glory of God is the goodness of God. The glory of God is the presence of God. And the glory of God is the arrival of God's power. The glory of God is the arrival of God's power. Now I want you to see an example of this. God's glory is when his power arrives, when his power shows up, when it's not, when it's no longer you just asking, but it's you seeing, when it's no longer you hoping, but it's you experiencing. It's no longer you, you need this miracle, but it hasn't shown up. It's when the miracle shows up. Now, there's one more definition to God's glory that I want to get to, but I want to, I want to drill on this third one, which is the arrival of God's power. But the fourth one is to be everything God created us to be. And we'll come to that another time. So this fourth one that I want to talk about, or this third one I want to talk about, I want us to just focus here for a moment on the arrival of God's power. Somebody is watching right now and you need God's power to arrive on the scene. 
You need God's power to manifest. You need God's power to show up, right? Well, I want to show you the first miracle Jesus did. And you know what, what, what it was, right? When Jesus turned the water into wine. John chapter 2, verse 3 tells us this story. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no more wine. And Jesus said to her, woman, what does that have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. But I want you to see that even when his hour had not yet come, even though it was not yet the time for his glory to be fully revealed, for him to take our, all of our sins on the cross, this was quite a while before Jesus died on the cross. His mother said to the servants in verse 5, whatever he tells you to do, do it. Now, I want you to see something. He said to Mary, my hour has not yet come. And Mary said to the servants, whatever he tells you to do, do it. So I want you to see the connection here. Even Jesus said, my hour has not yet come. But when Mary said, whatever Jesus tells you to do, she said to the servants, whatever he tells you to do, do it. Because I believe that when we do what he tells us to do, his hour does come. The thing that when Jesus said, my hour has not yet come, what will cause his hour to come? When you do what he tells you to do. When Jesus, he might say, I'm just here to enjoy the wedding. But when the mother said, whatever he tells you to do, do it, a miracle was about to, was about to happen. God's hour was about to show up. God's miracle was about to come. What is this? the arrival of God's power. She said, whatever he tells you to do, do it. You know, we've been talking about how the kingdom of God is doing things God's way. One of the words for the word kingdom, when it says, seek first the kingdom of God in Matthew 6, that word kingdom means doing things God's way, God's way of doing things. So notice, notice this. Whatever he says to do, do it. She says to the servants, whatever he says to do, do it. When you do what he tells you to do, you're going to see God's glory. When we do what he tells us to do, there's something that God's asking us to do that will trigger the glory of God showing up in our lives. It says, now there were six stone water pots the size of a, a human representing us, water pots, vessels, we're vessels. And it says 20 to 30 gallons each were these vessels. And Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water. Now, what did they run out of? They ran out of wine. They had plenty of water, but they had no wine. Jesus said, fill the water pots with water. So they filled them up to the brim. And verse eight, he then said, now draw some out and take it to the head waiter. So they took it to him, and when the head waiter tasted the water, which had become wine, and did not know where it came from, the servants knew, but the head waiter called the bridegroom and said to him, every man serves the good wine. And then when people have drunk freely, he serves the poor wine because they don't notice. But you have kept the good wine until now. You've kept the best for last. And I want you to see something here about this miracle that Jesus did turning water into wine. 
It says the beginning of Jesus' signs did he do in Cana of Galilee, and there he manifested his glory. He manifested his glory. This was the first time he revealed. This word manifested is taking the lid off and letting some of the glory come out. It was the first time he did it in front of people. The, he opened up his glory. And what was this glory? What was the manifestation of his glory? It was the water turning into wine. It was a miracle of transformation. In other words, if we do what he tells us to do with our money, we're gonna experience a miracle of transformation in our money. If we do what he tells us to do with our family, we're gonna experience a manifestation of God's glory in our family, a transformation in our family. If we do what he tells us to do in our bodies, we're gonna experience a transformation in our bodies. In other words, whatever we, whenever we do what he tells us to do, that's pouring water into the vessels. When we do what he tells us to do, we're pouring water. You know, as I'm teaching you the Bible today, the Bible describes itself as the water of God's word. So what am I doing today? I'm pouring the water into your vessel. I'm pouring water into your mind. I'm pouring the water of God's word into your heart. I'm pouring the water of God's word into your life right now. And when we fill up on this water, if we will just keep receiving the word, this is the year for you. If you will just commit one year to just let me pour this water into your vessel, every week, at least once a week, let me pour this water into your vessel. Let me pour this water into your vessel. Keep tuning in here and let's be committed to each other for one year. And I guarantee you, in one year of doing this every time, filling up with water, there is a miracle of transformation on the other side. The water of the just, just steadily, consistently, even so, somewhat in a ho-hum way, in a boring way, just taking in God's word, letting the pastor that God has connected you to, letting me pour God's water into your vessel. And then at the end of this year, we will pray together and we will believe for miracle transformations for the water that we poured out into each other and the water that I'm pouring out into you, it's gonna turn into wine. How is that gonna turn into wine? It's gonna turn into the manifestation or the arrival of God's power. Maybe it's gonna turn into a healing in your life. Maybe it's gonna turn, you can be healed even before that, but you understand my point. Maybe it's gonna turn into a business idea that you never had thought of and it's gonna cause a massive increase of finances and for you to be able to employ many people and serve the community. Maybe in one year, if we just keep pouring water into the, into the vessel, pouring the water of God's word, maybe it's gonna become a breakthrough in something that has been broken in your life for 20 years or 30 years and God is gonna arrive on the scene. The, the glory of God is when God arrives on the scene. I'm praying that this year would be multiple experiences of you seeing God arrive on the scene. He's gonna arrive on the scene for your family. He's gonna arrive on the scene. He's gonna show up in your situation. He's gonna show up in your finances. He's gonna show up in your body. He's gonna show up in your family. Let's believe for this today. Say in the name of Jesus, 
Just say this out loud. I believe the glory of God is going to fill my life today. I believe, just say this, I believe the glory of God is the goodness of God. I'm expecting his goodness. The glory of God, come on, say that. The glory of God is the presence of God. I'm expecting his presence. The glory of God is the arrival of God's power. Say, I'm expecting the arrival of God's power in my life in Jesus' name. And the one we'll get to, hopefully next time, is that the glory of God is you and me becoming all that he created us to be. That's coming. But right now, the glory of God is filling your life. It's filling your vessel. The water of God's word might go in, sometimes boring, but it's going to manifest in miracles. You're going to see them. This is your year. I prophesy it. I declare it. Let's stay together each time. If you've never received Jesus as your Savior, pray this. Heavenly Father, just pray. Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus is the Son of God. Say that. I believe Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is risen from the dead. Say that. Jesus is risen from the dead. I receive him into my life as my Savior today in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, would you let me know? I want to give you this book. It's something you can download for free anywhere in this world, The Power of a New Life. It is absolutely free and is the next steps to this journey with God. Go to lifechangerschurch.com slash salvation and you can download this book for free anywhere. And this is going to build the right foundation for this journey that you have just started today with God. And get ready for the glory, the goodness of God, the presence of God, the arrival of God's power in your situation in Jesus' name. Amen. And God bless you. And I can't wait to see you at our next service. God bless.